podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm going to go straight to it. Action. Action packed. Nadal's out. Barty's out. Federer's out. <laughs> Everyone's out. Halep's out. And I'll be <laughs> honest, out. I'm disappointed. I'm very upset. Barty was my pick to win for the women's, and Nadal was my pick for the men's. And I both we're of them. have a bigger build up for this. No, 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 no. It doesn't deserve a build up. We need to get straight to it. Straight to it. And I'm very upset. The big, the big headline. No, it's just Barty. They're, they're taking, da- they're taking down the banners now. The, the Barty party is finished. Let's take down the, the Barty the party, are, mate. The police have arrived. The balloons are being popped. Like, the bubble's gone. No, I'm just Barty's, so... Barty's over. Unfortunately, Ashley Barty out, mate. And what, what, what do you have to say on this matter? Now, my girl Ken and Steamroller. Yeah. Well played, Steam well played. You've done me, to be fair. You did say Kenan at the start. Kenan, so. outside pick. What, what, what a pick that is to make no, the final. No one saw it really coming. Didn't put a bet on it, though, did I? <laughs> Where should we start? Should we start with Kenan? Let's start with it, yeah. Yeah, so go on then. Take it away. She's your girl. Well, your tip. My tip. Sophia Kenan, well done. Proud of your girl. Made it past probably the toughest competitor against 20,000 fans in that stadium. And from the looks of your performance, I think, well, incredible. She was just hitting the lines. She was attacking the net. She was served volleying. She just was, her approach play was just, well, amazing. Got it done in two sets? Yeah. Imagine that. I didn't see that coming. I thought it was going to be a fight. I thought Barty would at least grab one set. Well, Barty had the opportunities. I I didn't watch it. I was asleep. But I saw the point (laughs) by point. And Barty had so many different opportunities to break back. And if it, yeah. the way I've sort of um, the match has been portrayed to me is that the fact that Barty had her opportunities, but she didn't take the big moments in the match. And Kenin played it really wise. Like she was very smart. And she's only 21 years old, yep. is Kenin. She's never reached a, this far in a Grand Slam ever. No. First and Grand Slam final. Yeah. So for her to be able to, I don't think she even really entered many, mate. She's only 21. So like. For her to be able to do this, and the way she played was, um, it was very smart tennis. That's what it was described as. So she was just playing extremely smart points. I would agree with that. The crucial points, she was playing it right, making. She clearly had studied Barty's game as well, which was which was really good for someone of that age. That she, um, no, it's impressive. It's really impressive. Really and now, you reckon she can win it or? I wouldn't have picked her otherwise, would I? I think it's only fitting if we talk about who she's going to be playing against to that's see if she's actually going to be able to win this. Well, that's so. right. And look at the other performers too. M- amazing performances. Ridiculous, she yeah. had uh, Garbin Muguruza. Yeah. Both underdogs then, really. Yeah, right? both underdogs. Both weren't expected to beat their respective semi-finalists. No, but then Garbin Muguruza threw. She's, well, she just outplayed. She's no mug. <laughs> she really <laughs> isn't. <laughs> she isn't, but there was no. It wasn't a walk in the park for her. It wasn't a walk in the park because no, she uh, she came up against a tough Hallop. Hallop was in probably best form. Yeah. she could have been in. Yeah, yeah. Hallop was is firing on all cylinders, and she had to uh, come back, I believe, from a breakdown. Yeah, and then she yeah. got. Yeah, no, I think she was a breakup. I'm not sure exactly actually on this one. I, I think, think she it might was have been serving a- for the set, and then Hallett broke her back, and then she, they ended up going to the tie break in the first. But wow, no, it's incredible. Impressive. Really, is good. Well, what more can you say? Well, no, she move- started the year. I made sorry. What was you saying? What was you going to say something? I didn't think you could have picked that final. No, 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 no. No one saw that coming. So literally, I remember a few. Wow. 
must have been the start of 2020, but probably the end, more towards the end of 2019. She was playing Ziaz or something. Yeah. And Garbine Muguruza was like 1.5s. Yeah. Against, she was like, she's, she was a brilliant player. I think she was, I don't know if she was world number one, but she was very close at Who, one point. Muguruza? Yeah, I think she, she won. Didn't she win Wimbledon? She won, yeah, she won, she won a slam. She won a slam. I think she maybe, I'm not sure exactly what slam she's won, but she's definitely had, she's done really well. She's got a, um, She's a, she's a very uh, prestigious tennis player in terms of like she's well known in the sport, yeah. and um, she's just clearly not been reaching that level. I don't know if it's through injury or something to in her personal life, which we sometimes don't really know. <laughs> <to acknowledge. laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we've seen know. that with Zverev, but Zverev. we'll get on to that. <laughs> well, yeah, we can. We'll move on to him in a bit. But yeah, so Muguruza, she's come to come into twenty twenty off the back of twenty nineteen, not really being that. She was very average, to be honest. She's, she had the ability, but she was just she dropped off massively towards the end of 2019, yeah. 2019 in general. And then 2020, she started it with, a, with um, 12 games, 11 wins, and one loss, I think. So it's pretty impressive. And who do you, who do you think? Do you think she's going to be able to take out Kenin in the final? She will be the favourite, I'm assuming. I believe so. Yeah, believe she will right. be the favourite. Uh, she's more experienced than Kenin. And the way she's been playing, I do fancy her now to beat Kenin. Do you want me to throw you a stat? Go on. I'm trying to be like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've only played each other once. Okay. And that was in September last year. All right. What surface? Hard? Hardcore okay. as well in Beijing. And Kenin got the better of yeah, her. Yeah, well, mate, so. that's, that, that was the prime time when you would say that Kenin was a better player than her. But then look at the scoreline of that match. Kenin, six love in the first set. Lost the second set, 6-2, wow. and then 6-2 win in third wow. set. So This is going to be, for me personally, <laughs> this is going to be a closer affair. I don't see anyone doing 6-0 on, on, on the other player, for sure. No. This is going to be a more a tighter affair. Kenin, in theory, should be, the. I think she is the better player on hard. Yeah, for it's sure. It's more her surface in terms of... Muguruza, I feel like she's more clay, right? She's Spanish, uh, she's a clay court player. I think well, she won yeah. the French Open, if I'm not mistaken. Well, let's have a look. Have a look. I'm pretty confident she won the French Open one time. Oh, yeah. She's won both. Yeah. Yeah, so, she, yeah. It says she won the French Open in 2016 and won Wimbledon in 2017. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So she's won the French. She's brilliant. She, but she won Wimbledon as well. Never won anything on hard. That's what I, that's what I was trying to allude to. The fact yeah. that she's not such a big competitor on hard. Kenyon, she's come through the juniors. Everything was on hard. Yep. This is her surface. It's her bread and butter. Typical American. Typical American. She's um, young. She's 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 going to be really up for it. It's not going to be an easy game for uh, for Muguruza, but I Muguruza 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 But I feel like she will be the, take the be uh, have the better of her. Possibly, I think. Yeah, being your first. Slam final is always difficult. Oh, it's going to be daunting. Saw what happened to Murray when he was in his first couple. Yeah. It yeah, yeah. sometimes gets the better of you, but for sure, I'm not going to put anything past her on hard court. Yeah. She's at the end of the day, even if she goes there and loses, she's got to leave this tournament <laughs> feeling pretty pleased with what she's done. She's yeah. going to now enter the top ten for the first time ever. Wow! So she's going to be considered in the top ten tennis players, women tennis players, um, which is no mean feat, as you know. Does she have the power game to compete with Muguruza though? Yeah, that's the thing. I just think Muguruza's going to beat her. It's tough to say. They both not. They both. Well, the final you probably expected was Halep Barty, yeah. and now we've got the other two girls. Yeah. So still disappointed Andreescu dropped out. 
pre-tournament. Well, Andreescu would have been both of us. Because she would have been, she would, yeah, she would have been there to the end. Yeah, yeah amazing. She's, she's gonna take a lot of hard court titles in her in her time, mm. I think. But she's just right. It's gonna be game. interesting to see now how she fits into the mix. We've got uh, Muguruza playing well. Yeah, it's gonna because we've got the French Open next, right? Will she be fit for that? Is she really a clay court? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So it'll be good. It's, no, I think she, her game is she's a very good player. So oh, yeah, I'm sure she could, she'll be able to adapt. Like when you're elite like that, you're able to do that. For sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. If um, any of you have an opinion on who you think is who you think's going to win, just leave it in the comments below, and uh, we'll see how right you are. Yeah, moving on from the women. Uh, big news. I know you're devastated about. Rafael Nadal is knocked out the tournament by Dominic Team. Mate. Four sets. It's awful. Very competitive it's affair. Awful. But, well, incredible. I yeah, thought, we watched it together, didn't we? Yeah, I thought, so. Dominic Team, what a performance. Yeah, he was incredible. This, this guy's now, if you, didn't, if you didn't know who he was before this, like if you were the casual fan, now you know who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, he's like, best he's on the scene. So... Mate, team's been around for a bit. He's due his, he's kind of due his moment now. I feel like he's had he's come ball, close in the French Open. He got to the final last yep. year. He's been he's always around. Like mate, I think he's hit, he's got to four semi-finals before. I think what was shocking was just his the power that he was trying to put in just to put Nadal away. He wasn't gonna get beaten this time. And yeah, he no, he really fully went for, for it. Yeah. Fully went for it. So that was really impressive. I was really. Imp like his resolve, really. Normally, when Nadal's two sets down, they, you know, you know, there's a comeback on the cards. They're quite similar players, you not think? Quite similar, but in I terms of like their athletic, athletic kind of nature, in terms of they're big, quite big hitters. The only thing what you've got to say with uh, Nadal more is the is the spin, obviously. Like he's the more, spin. more spin. I thought team team's more of a big hitter. I from thought he's a big though. hitter, but I thought he was quicker around the court. That's probably the age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to he... catch up on Nadal, but. He'd be getting to some of those balls like at the net. But you've got to be honest now. I know you're, you're really like a massive ad <laughs> admirer of team, but do you think he was that much better than, than Nadal on the day? Yeah, I really do. I don't think there was much in it. I thought it was very similar There's in terms of... There's a lot of tie breaks, but... I think it was just very lucky. Like I don't want to say lucky, but it was the big moments where he got that's what, more and more luck than, than That's um, what makes you top Nadal. three, though. If, yeah, you're, if you're the top three, what's set them apart from all of the other players in all of the Grand Slams has been that extra gear. Like, you push them, yeah, you no, get to I the Yeah, I understand that. I understand the extra gear, but that's when you sort of start making winners at the crucial moments. So you're exactly. literally making winners. I don't think the, the team wasn't necessarily doing that on the big moments. On a few of the big moments I saw in the second set tie-break, it was a case of the fact that it literally, one of them we just about hit, he just sliced the top of the net. One of them where... Was a no, no, there was a lot of... Nadal missed the line by about this much. It was very fine margins, and I feel like... On another day, the same shots that have just creeped inside, or he would have just hit the base of the net, and that's it. Especially when you're in a tie break, mate. Every a point's with, like a break. Every point's a break point. You can say that with any of the top players, though, because when they're when it's going for you and you've got the confidence and you've got like the shot making ability, stuff does go. You make your own luck a yeah. little bit in tennis. Yeah. Like he he was going for everything. He's due a bit of luck, I think. He's probably when he played Nadal last time, probably. Got a few neck cords against him. Probably got. I think he's really telling though. Listening to the interview afterwards from the Dow, and he was like, "You don't think you could have given much more?" He wasn't disappointed no. in his performance. Well, he played well. Team played well. It was both a, a very even, even affair. And he, I know the team won three one, 
but he won literally off three tie breaks. Could have three been. sets of all three tie breaks, and a tie break, mate, in this sort of level could. Have, and I've, I watched all, all the tie breaks. Yeah. They could have gone either way. They could have done well. The first one, no. I think the first one, I think he what was it more comfortable? I think it was a comfortable one. The yeah. first one, he was came out of the trap. Yeah, yeah, he, he played well that whole set though. I must admit. When Nadal but saying that though, Nadal was serving for the set. Yeah. He was five three up. Well, it was a like deuce was a, five three. He was a break he was two up points. in both the sets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's just n- I n- what I thought. What team had more than Nadal on the day was uh, he dug in. So when he was down a few a few breaks and opportunities where other players, so they sort of take their foot off the pedal a bit. They start playing more passive well, because they're scared. They're already down the break. That's what Murray used to do. Yeah, most a lot of players will though against these top, especially like a Nadal sort of you, figure. You're up and down you, a break. All you, you want to do is just try and keep in the match, keep in the match, keep in that. Doesn't maybe work hope that. you get an opportunity. This Nadal, what what team looked at it was like, you know what? Now I'm going to go back at him and try and get that break back, and it worked for him. I think that that's it what the top players are used to. Other players just. Hoping they're having a dip in form, so they make a mistake, yeah. and then they're going to make another mistake, and they'll give them a set. A Whereas prime example is Tennis Hangren. That's exactly yeah. what he did the round before against Federer. Yep. He was just waiting for Federer to make a mistake. He was playing like too passive, and then the occasions when he did do it, he picked the wrong shot to attack on. Yeah, you pick the wrong approach shot, and then you're screwed against the top players. Yeah, yeah, because they're ready for their moments. They, they live. They live for the moments like that. That's that's why they're so good. And he's well. Now moving into the final, no, no, moving into the semi-final. Yep. Sorry, against uh, another youngster. Yeah, on the scene. That's the only thing I can really get up for, to be honest, is the fact that yeah, at least we're going to see either Sverev yeah. or Team in the first Slam final of the year. What did you think about? And how amazing is that really for young tennis? Something we didn't mention on one of the other pods was uh, the fact Stan Wawrinka was going for all four slams he's already won all the other three slams this is the only one he's not won yet and yeah. that was going to be the stand slam and then he could probably just retire after the tournament I think but uh, yeah no. Yeah, unfortunately Zverev well hadn't dropped a set or tournament and managed to get one set off him but too strong yeah no too good for him um, he's been playing well hasn't he really Stan was really complimentary he said he couldn't have played any better against him he said just his on his days, Verab's un- unplayable. Really. Yeah, I put my hands up. It's another match I didn't actually watch, but um, yeah, I mean, I saw some of the highlights, and yeah, it's just a case of Zverev when he is on. I think he's one of the. He's got top five. Written oh, yeah, all over yeah, him. yeah. When he's on, he's 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 the man. So he was sort of tipped as the sort of the young guy coming through who's going to well, really I he do was gonna things. Be, I thought he was going to be the next number one, and then yeah. when he won that ATP event in yeah, London, yeah, yeah. It just showed that he can beat everybody. Yeah. No, mate, he's got the game. It'll be interesting to see how he does now against team. I guess that's all set up now for a massive, spectacular semi-final. So who do you think is going to win? Well, that's the question. Well, I know who's going to win. Ooh. I'm going to. I'm not saying I think. I know who's going to win. I'm quite confident. Do you want me to throw well. a few stats at you? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to hear the stats. All so right, got, tell me before then. No, go on, you say your stats. So no. I've got plenty of good ones. All right, well, team has a 6-2 uh, advantage. Okay. Uh, in the head-to-head, uh, and against well, he's won the last I think three matches against Zverev as yeah. well, which is pretty big. Quite comfortably as well. The yeah, last one two 0 I think. Yeah, he hasn't dropped a set the last two meetings. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. But this is a has been of Zverev up and down in form. You never know which one's going to turn up. Is he the one who? just mopes about on the back of the core or is it the one who's really going for everything? The only thing I can say in favour of Zverev 
is the fact that this tournament, his level has been much better than the level I've seen of him in the past. Yeah. In terms of like he's playing now much better than what he did for most the majority of 2019, which is really good to see. He started the season, he ended it quite well. He had the yeah. what's it? What's the tournament they was playing? The and the one at the O2. They had the O2 um, yeah, yeah. ATP finals. ATP finals. And he was he was playing well. He beat Nadal in that two nil. I watched that match. He beat Federer, I think, in the ATP finals as well. Yeah. So he's ended the year. Beat Medvedev as well. Yeah, he beat Medvedev, mate. He beat some good players. So he ended the year really strong. Yeah. He's then coming to the Australian Open in that same sort of form, and he's just kicking on. However, I say all of that, I'm going to be honest, that's how I, why I say I know I was going to win, it's Dominic Team. Dominic Team, I think this now is his time. Well, I have to disagree. I Mate. think it's the Germans' time. Really? I think... Yeah, but why? You've just said that, you've just literally said the stats on, on, I know, on their I last few meetings. Yeah. I don't think so you I agree with my thing about Sverev? Don't believe, don't, believe don't believe stats, mate. Stats mean nothing, really. When it comes down to it, anything can happen. Anything can happen, but team's going to win. Who's dropped the least sets in the tournament so far? Zverev. Who's played harder opponents? Well, exactly. Team. So he'd be more tired. It doesn't mean that. It means he's played at a higher level and he's able to compete. He might have more confidence or he might be thinking, God, I've got a little bit of niggle. Nadal was pushing me all over the court <laughs> in the last one where he hit Mate, he looked, he looked as fresh as a fiddle, mate, after that match. Well, we'll see. He was jogging off to his corner. He was over the moon, mate. We'll he's see. ready for it. He's ready for it. That new haircut's done in wonders. <laughs> and I can't hair. wait <laughs> to see Dominic team. I wanted Nadal. Zverev's going to come out with a skin head, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> the way I look at it is, team is Nadal 2.0. I don't know why I get no. I just get that same sort the of vibe. Claim, the claim, it's the claim. No, I just get yeah, yeah. It's a bit of that, and I get that same sort of vibe. So for me, I'm going to be 100 percent. We're not playing on now. clay, are we? I'm still, it's, I'm still going to be 100 percent behind team. I think it's going to be very clear. I could, we could see a five setter. I'm going to be wearing my Australian flag wrapped around me for the final when we do our last pod just after the final. Australian after, or Austrian? Oh. I'm going to have my Austrian. Austria. You can support Savile and Purcell in the doubles. Oh, God. They're doing well, aren't they? Oh, mate, they did wow. very well. Knocked out old Dodig Polasek. Yeah, the yeah. Favourites. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Nice, impressive, yeah. It's not often we get a little bit of they doubles. They look the same as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like twins. Yeah. I know. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, so we've got our... We've, I think Zverev's going to do him. I think team. I th I'm repping team all the way. I'm on team's corner. Zverev in five. Uh, team in four. Team in four. Okay. Team in four. And did you, uh, there's a couple of uh, statistics. If they were to go through to the final to face Djokovic, mm -hmm. uh, their records against Djokovic, each of them, is team has won four. Djokovic six, six yeah, I know and that. Zverev two, and Djokovic three. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's very close. Make it an interesting. In fact, if you're looking at the whole, all the players who entered, if you could pick out two players who have the best chance of beating Djokovic, you'd arguably say it's them two. Yeah. Maybe Medvedev you'd throw in there. Maybe Nadal Maybe. you could throw in there because he's able. Federer has not been competing against Djokovic. Well, this tournament, they're definitely the for team. For a long time now, Federer has not been competing against Djokovic. Yeah. So, for me, if it's I had to pick someone, it would probably have been maybe Tsitsipas. 
I fancy Sitipas to do well against Djokovic. <laughs> if he'd have got past <laughs> hey, I don't know what he was doing. We'll get on to that later for the end of the week. <laughs> he's going to be up there as a contender, I'll tell you. I know, they think he needs a haircut. Well. <laughs> Mate, he needs more than Something. a haircut. He needs a new coach. <laughs> new coach, new racket, new everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it leads us on, uh, speaking about it, they're going to meet in the final. I'm sure you all probably uh, saw it this morning or this evening, wherever yeah. you're watching from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Djokovic, yeah, put out Federer. It was a little bit of a sad affair, really. It was just, I don't know, like it was one of the, it was a poor, I didn't enjoy it. Fed didn't came out of the blocks. I was a bit surprised. I thought, whoa. Yeah, he came out of the blocks. but 4-1 up in the yeah, first set. He was injured. He started injured. He ended injured. And then Djokovic looked at his box. Like, I thought you said he was injured. He's <laughs> <laughs> four one up. What's Mom, going on? Uh, Djokovic then, was toying with him the whole and he time. Just came, that was just Djokovic. Didn't look worried really the whole time. In fact, Djokovic's game wasn't even that good. It was pretty no, poor. He played like 50 percent. He was like out, he, he hit in the first set. I think four winners. Yeah, he something was, like that. He was just cruising. And he wasn't even. Federer hit about 20 winners, lost a set. Yeah, no, he was just going through. He was just going through the motions. After chocolate. that medical timeout, you just knew writing was on the wall, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, fair enough, fair play to Fed for finishing the match, though. He's not, not a quitter. No, definitely not a quitter. And on that, I've got a little stat for you. <laughs> 21 it. years uh, Federer has been competing. He's wow. never retired from a ma- match he started once. Wow. So every match he started, he's never retired. Well done, Roger. Model professional. Yeah, no, that's just something he's always... So as soon as I saw he was injured and he's had a few medical timeout, I think it was after the first set, he's, you know, people are thinking, like, usually medical timeout, think, oh, maybe he might pull out, retire, and nah, that. He's no chance. He was always going to just go and lose Not the 3-0. Like Tomic style. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Even Djokovic, to be fair... Djokovic, when he's injured, he pulls out. Oh, yeah. I've so seen him do it a lot. Yeah, but I still think that Dahl's done it a few times. Yeah, well. yeah, I'm sure he has as well. I think there was one against Murray, and I was always cheering for Murray against uh, Nadal, and I think there was one Australian Open where Murray was leading him, but for the first time in a slam, Murray's finally, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I think you can have that one. Finally let him get the full recognition <laughs> no, that yeah, he actually yeah. beat him. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was their... 50th meeting between the two of them as well. Yeah, I'm surprised how close it's been over the years. I think it's because Federer must have had the better of him to start, start off with. Yeah. But right now, I think Djokovic has sort of got his number last four or five years. I just don't yeah. think he's really... He's won the odd few. But in, when it comes to a slam, especially, Federer doesn't really stand a chance. If you're talking more <laughs> like Cincinnati or uh, Howe or some of the, uh, some of the sort of ATP tournaments where Nadal, uh, Federer has been dominating, I must admit, the last few years then obviously I think he's got more of a chance there yeah. if Djokovic is even entering them ones. <laughs> but yeah. when it comes to a slam, Djokovic is the man. You can't really get close. And Federer, just, he's seen that today. For sure. He really has. So it sets it up nicely then for the final. Yeah. Djokovic team. <laughs> Djokovic team. Djokovic Zverev. When they're watching it, it's going to be Djokovic team. Djokovic Zverev in the final. <laughs> Djokovic team. But yeah, I can't wait for that. It's going to be good. But anyway, uh, yeah, Djokovic and Kenin still uh, <laughs> going strong. Oh, hats Both off. into the final. Hats off. If only I'd have said that as the double hats from off. the beginning of the tournament. Bloody Osaka. Mate, dry January is almost finished now, so I'll have to get you a pint for if you get one of them. Oh, mate. Dry, jam, dry jam never started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something quite interesting about the Australian Open Stadium as well that I was All reading. Right. Apparently, they hold the International Fortnite World Championships <laughs> at Arthur Ashe Stadium and really? there's Margaret Court Stadium. Oh, okay. They have to take down all of the tennis like the, all of the tennis 
stuff, in like fact. remove all the nets, remove everything, and then put up all these screens and about 25,000 people come in and watch people play video games Now on you big say screen. it, do you know where else they do it? In the US as well. Oh, really? They do it in one of the, I think it's the US Open Stadium, one of the main ones. They use that for esports as well. Is it Flushing Meadow? What's yeah, that? yeah, it's, I think it's that. Yeah. The Meadows one. Meadows one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they use that for, for, for some esports e as well. So it's, mate, that's where the move's at the moment. I know you're hating on it. You're that older generation. I have, but eSports is the I thing that's coming through. I actually watched the video of them showing the live event. Actually, it looks pretty exciting. Mate, I watched it. I watched the Fortnite <laughs> World Cup last year. I was actually like getting into because there were so many people there. Everybody's in the crowd. They're like, oh, look at that guy. There's a lot of kids. Like, there's a lot of kids. But there's, there's a lot of like, well, say like adults. Mate, the competitors people. are sometimes like 14, 15 years old, mate. mate and some competitors sick. were like 30. Yeah. They were just, they were in there. That, did you realise that uh, to win that, you win $400,000 yeah, yeah. for the win? And another stat, <laughs> in the Australian Open, stats today. the Australian Open quarter-finalists get $500,000. So there you go. You can just play Fortnite <laughs> and win that tournament. Mate, Booger won a few million. Wow. Do you know who Booger is? No He's the idea. solo um, Fortnite champion. Solo Fortnite champion. Yeah, he won it in, like solos. He got different modes on Fortnite. He got like solos, okay. uh, duos, squads, and he won it for solos. Wow! So he's like dubbed as the best player in the world. It's impressive. Good player as well. But his parents are proud. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they're gas. They got that money. Like, they secured the bag go, early. Go to your room <laughs> and play more video games. Oh gosh, I know. That he's popular in school though. Mate. But he's popular with everybody. He's probably got a mansion. He's probably got TVs. Well, he's probably got a girlfriend already. Mate, he probably doesn't have time for a girlfriend. He's probably just on the PS4 or She just time. comes and brings him his, brings him dinner. <laughs> While he's playing. Oh, no, I didn't order that. Next. <laughs> probably got his own personal chef. Mate, he's winning two mil. Gosh, yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. But, yeah, let's talk about tennis. Enough of this yeah, Fortnite stuff. Yeah, enough of stuff. Fortnite. Christ, don't get me started on this type of thing. <laughs> If you fancy, I'll give you a game later. We'll do some duos. Oh, mate. I don't think I've even picked up a controller in years. <laughs> I think FIFA's probably the only one. A bit of virtue of tennis, mate. <laughs> I haven't played any tennis games. Oh, mate. I used to be king on virtue of tennis on the... Uh, I think it was PS3, though, these, back then. Christ, I'm PS5 now, PS5's coming out. Mate, that'd be good. Soon you won't even have to. You just put like it'd be like one of those uh, Black Mirror things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like. I like that episode. It was just a little bit odd. I don't know. This I liked. It. I thought it was funny. It was quite funny, but it was not just even just funny. A, it was interesting. Took like, a I was weird just... turn though. <laughs> it did take a weird turn. I remember I spoke to you about it the next day. You was like, you wasn't really convinced. Didn't, didn't on how know I quite did. Not what to make of that. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Mate, you'd love it if you could go in a different dimension. If there was Djokovic there, like if you could play tennis, in, I think if there was virtual reality tennis, that would be amazing. Mate, like I'd if love they that. invent that, and then you can play. And I'd go on a clay like, court with Rafael Nadal, and he just serves one down. You, I'd just hit a return. If you could be like you were in the middle of a like Wimbledon like centre court, and then you put that on, and that's where you are, and you get the full feeling. You see all the fans. You see. We probably, I don't really want Djokovic, obviously. I won't win the <laughs> point. <laughs> Maybe somebody like, uh, I don't know. Not someone bad. <laughs> someone, someone like you on the other end. There you go. <laughs> no, no, I'll beat you, mate. I'd wreck you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Who would you want on the other end? No one professional. Riley Apelka. <laughs> <laughs> no one professional, mate. Gosh. Yeah, so I can't return a serve for the whole, whole match. No. Probably want somebody from the old days, mate. Give him a wooden racket. 
Boris Becker could still beat you now. Oh, mate, they could all beat me now. McEnroe's still playing, mate. Ah, I've actually got a really interesting topic. It's quite big. Mm. The name's Jao Souza. Do you know the story? I heard it keeps coming up, this name, Jao Souza. And, I well, I know him from actually, he was an amazing tennis player. And he was playing so well, then just turned really bad all of his results. I was monitoring, I was thinking, well, what's happened to him? Fill us in. So let me uh, explain. Are you talking about the right Jao Souza? Because there's two Jao Souzas here. There's two Jao Souzas. So there's a Pedro Souza and a Jao no, 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 there's two Jao Souzas. I think we're talking about a different Souza. A different Souza. So the, the Jao Souza with the Z has now been banned for tennis for good. Ah, so Never allowed to compete ever again. Oh. He's been part of some fixing, corruption allegations, and they've actually been proven true. Um, he's been deleting a lot of his data off his different uh, hard drives and stuff. He's, he's very dodgy. Um, he's been fixing matches and not playing at his best and opponents not been playing at their best to accommodate winnings and stuff like that. And um, yeah, now we've been banned for life. So it's good for the sport. We don't really need that in the sport. Yeah. It ruins it. I hate it. Um, and I'm glad they're actually clamping down and making an example of people because if they're going to do it, they should be banned for life. They should not be like a two-year this and well, two, one-year that. If you're match-fixing, it's terrible. They suspended him for about eight months. And, and they've just been like pending an investigation and now the investigation has been concluded and he's been banned from tennis. Well, people like Murray have been going on about this for years. Yeah. Year, like, he's been very vocal about match fixing on, on the tour and just how it's ruining the game. It's definitely tennis. happening. It still probably is happening. Oh, for sure. I've it's got, just I've people watched, are hiding it very well. I've watched on YouTube a few videos where people have been actually speaking about you can go to these betting exchanges, you can see suddenly when a million's put down on one particular match, which is like a complete nobody's playing mm. over in, say, I don't know, Uruguay or in Italy and some clay court where there's nobody watching the matches. Yeah. And then it's just some Italian guy on the court. No names named. <laughs> it's just... No picture on flash Yeah, no, yeah just... Uh, no face, no case. <laughs> yeah, so just throwing... And they're playing people just much higher ranked. And then they're getting beaten like 6-1, six 6-love. Six it's just so obvious. It's, it's blatant. Sketchy. It's blatant. And, like, and you, you just wonder what's going on behind the scenes there. Yeah, but the thing is now, yeah, it can be so subtle where you'd never know. Like, it can be on point. You can bet on each point. So all they have to do is maybe just lose that one point. And how easy is it to fluff a point? Well, I've always wondered... Do you know what I mean? Literally, you just have to... Just, <laughs> it's so well, easy. You can, how you can, can miss, just, miss how hit someone, something easily, can Yeah, you? exactly. So if you just lose a point, some people can make about a few million pounds off you losing a point. Yeah, for sure. So it's like that's what I'm saying. So it's hard to ever really regulate it. Well, I think it's a little bit dodgy sometimes when I notice higher-ranked players sometimes playing in lower-ranked competition... And they seem to lose the first set, and then win, and then win. They win the match easily. I don't know what the tactic is though. Like I thought about that myself, but like it's hard to know really what, what the we don't know what's going on really. A lot of it's speculation. Like sometimes they can have a bad game. We've noticed, but it's definitely like it's definitely right. It's still in the game, a hundred percent. With technology nowadays and the, the accessibility to bet and gamble and how many markets there are. Well, there's just not that much money in lower-ranking tennis either. Yeah. If, you're, if that's your All career, they need is some little mafia boss come up to them with a briefcase and be like, oh, yeah, I can do your little deal, sort this out, yeah, lose sure. that next point. Mate, most of them will sign up. Well, think they if come from nothing. If you're players, playing so. in a tournament, which is like an ITF or something like that, and then your maximum you can win maybe is like a couple of grand for the tournament, and then Yeah, but the do you think it's happening in the ATPs as well? 
It probably is happening across the board, to be honest. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I think it's happening all over. Because at the end of the day, ATP, they might win a few thousand or even 100,000. If they do these things, well, never really 100,000, maybe like 40,000 is like a top big ATP thing. Well, I think we've seen some people, they've... You can make much, you can make about ten times as much. They've as lost to people who are like six matches. to one against them. Like people are. Yeah, but the thing is that can happen, so it's hard. That's not necessarily meaning that they're fixing it. Like it doesn't necessarily mean it, but it's the person fixing it could be the guy, yeah, who's the underdog in the match, and he wins, but he's literally paid off the other guy to not play so well. It can be the other way as well. It can be anyway, but That's what I'm saying. it doesn't matter which way it is. It's still it's wrong. Wrong, whatever. And we, on this podcast, we don't want any of it. No so cheating, no, no cheating. fixing. But the funny, just to lighten the mood a bit, Jao Souza. Jao Souza. The actual Jao Souza. The one who's quite good. No, the one who's good now. He's come out on Instagram and he's been like, mate, I'm getting all this hate mail. People are saying I'm cheating. It's not me. My name's with an S, not with a Z. Oh, the other Giles. Yeah, the other Giles who's, who's innocent is getting all this hate. Because people think it's him. So he's come out on one of his Instagram stories to clarify the fact that it's not him. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll post a picture now. This is the Giles Souza that's been cheating. And this guy's innocent, so leave him alone. Yeah, <laughs> leave this Giles Souza alone. <laughs> I think we're pronouncing it And right. we like this Jao Souza because this Jao Souza, amazing player, but that was the one I was speaking about. Dropped off form a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he's not been playing very well. I thought you were going to say... I knew you were talking about the wrong Jao Souza I thought you were going to say he had some sort of bad injury Mate, you just like all the haters, didn't you? You just see the name Jao Souza and you jump on the hate. Can't wait. I can didn't you? even know there was any hate. You just brought the hate. Funny enough, though, that this Jao Souza has been bad. He was actually quite good back in like 2015. Well, he's he was like 60th in the world. Well, he's 600th in the world now. Yeah. So, well, he's not in the world anymore. Yeah. Well, gone. Get out. No ranking. Yeah. Kaput. So we didn't do an L of the week last pod. So let's no. get my L of the week in now. Go on then. So you, I'll let you have a little think. So I'm not sure if you've even thought about who your L of the week is. No. So I'm going to go straight off with Stefanos Titipas. Pronounce yeah. this is probably not the best. But for me, he had so much. There was so many um, people who really thought he could go far in this tournament. And he's just not lived up to it. And I think that's ultimately down to himself in terms of he did not compete at the level. I'm not sure if he's, 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 he's due prepare. to preparation. Yeah, maybe. Whether it's to do with all the conflict with his dad and his mum and all that, all that problems that was going on in the ATP Cup. But at the end of the day, this guy has got so much potential and so much ability... He's able to beat the likes of the team, um, all of them. He's got, he's got the ability to beat anyone on his day. He so does. for him, especially his record against Djokovic, is like one of the best. It's just such a shame that he wasn't able to pull himself together to be able to have a better showing in this tournament. And I think he's really let down the side doing that. So for me, yeah. end of the week, Stefano Sitipas. Disgusted. Shocking. Deserve it, mate. You've let me down. So much better than that. Um, you thought of yours? My L of the week. Well. It doesn't have to be the week. Just of the last oh. two weeks. so Because we've not done one for a bit. So no, The last L we had was Felix, I believe. Yeah. And then in, in hindsight, Goldbiss actually turned up and started winning everything and everyone. <laughs> so maybe he wasn't as big as an L as we thought. No, but you still was, get it. He was very good. Felix t- took his L, but he's passing the L on now. He's passing the baton. No? Uh, well, the person I was going to say that I have my... I think, it, well, they played someone very good, but I was impressed with them in earlier rounds, which was uh, 
Contavit. She, uh, she came up against Halle. Yeah, I wouldn't give her a the end of the week. She does, she's, she's, she's just come as far. She's never been so far in a slam. She just she got to the quarterfinals. She just quarterfinals of a slam. Wow. No, How no. impressive. Yeah, but the, the way she went out was in, like, a bit nothing. Oh, come on, against Halle, mate. Halle's six, been on four. 6-1, 6-1. One, one. No, no. Come on, put a bit of effort in. <laughs> she put effort <laughs> in, mate. Halle was just too good on the day. Oh, come on. Let's agree then. City Pass wins it. Go on, Here then. he is. L of the week. Unlucky, mate. Right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, comment, follow on Instagram. Do all of that. And we'll see you for the final. Semi-final. And the final. Thanks for listening. Peace. Goodbye.